Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere. Quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, I think everybody knows at this point that Richard Sherman is facing a lot of trouble, both personally and professionally. This man is a free agent. He's still looking for a team for the 2021 NFL season, but his personal life seems to be in somewhat of shambles right now. Richard Sherman on video trying to bust in the door of his in-laws house. He looked very much troubled. He wrestled with the police and he was intoxicated, apparently. And he got out of jail without bail because of his privilege, not black privilege, not white privilege. I would call this, I guess you could say, athlete's privilege. The man is pretty much a legend in Seattle. This is where the incident took place. He won the Super Bowl there. He wrestled with police and the judge called him a pillar of the community. This is definitely privilege, folks. It definitely is. But now Richard Sherman has come out and he has given a statement addressing his actions. And he seems to be pretty much embarrassed about his actions. And he should be. This is not the Richard Sherman we've ever seen before. Really, it's not. So we're going to be diving into all of that, folks, in this video. But first, here's a message from today's sponsor. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. So guys, here it says Richard Sherman facing five charges says he is remorseful for my actions. Over here on ESPN, it says free agent corner cornerback Richard Sherman is facing Five misdemeanor charges steaming from his arrest at his in-laws home northeast of Seattle earlier this week. According to documents filed by the King County Prosecuting Attorney's Office on Friday, the charges, the charges include two domestic violence counts, criminal trespass in the second degree 
and malicious mischief in the third degree, along with resistant arrest, driving while under the influence and reckless engagement endangerment of roadway workers. The charges are all misdemeanors punishable by up to 90 days in jail or gross misdemeanors punishable up to one year. Now, honestly, folks, I don't think he's going to do a day in jail. I just don't. I mean, look at the judge. The judge has already said he is a pillar of the community and he was released without any bail. Without, without any bail, folks. So in Seattle, we know. Seattle over there, there's a bunch of uh, the chop zone. Remember all that stuff that happened up there? Yeah, that's still kind of fresh in a lot of people's memories. And they're not too happy with their police department. I wouldn't be surprised if um, some people out there actually tried to demonize the police for trying to even arrest Richard Sherman. But I digress. Sherman is expected to appear at his arraignment Friday and enter not guilty, please. <laughs> OK, according to the prosecuting attorney's office. On Friday afternoon, he posted a statement to Twitter acknowledging the week's events. He says this, quote, I am deeply remorseful for my actions on Tuesday night. I behaved in a manner I am not proud of, Sherman wrote. I've been dealing with some personal challenges over the last several months, but that is not an excuse for how I, for how I acted. The importance of mental and emotional health is extremely real and I vow to get the help I need. I appreciate all of the people that have reached out in support of me and my family, including our community here in Seattle. I am grateful to have such an amazing wife, family, and support system to lean on during this time. So that is the statement from Richard Sherman. And I'm pretty sure people are probably thinking, oh, he probably has CTE or something like that. I'm not going to go that far right now. I, I'm not going to go that far. This man is only 33 years old right now. I mean, CT, I highly doubt it. He even said that he was dealing with some personal things in his life. Uh, according to the last video that I put out, Richard Sherman said it has something to do with his kids or having his kids taken away from him or something like that. Um, this is very embarrassing for him and for his family. His wife came out and said that he's a good father uh, he's a good husband, you know, but we can only go by what we actually saw. What we saw in that video was horrifying. It was horrifying. I actually tried to upload the video um, to YouTube on the first video that I put out uh, demonetized by YouTube because Richard Sherman was pretty violent, pretty violent. I know other people probably uh, have uploaded, but you guys can actually check it out for yourself if you have not seen it. But uh, what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of Richard Sherman saying that he is deeply remorseful? He actually should be thanking that judge a lot for his privilege. The judge, I believe, just let him off pretty easy, very, very easily. But I don't think Roger Goodell is going to let him off that easy. I really don't. I believe that something is going to happen to Richard Sherman with the with the league. Because I truly do believe he's still going to get a job. He's going to get a job this season somewhere. I don't know where. I'm pretty sure when he finds a team, you know, they're going to address this situation. But something is telling me that all of this is probably going to get blown over for the most part. I mean, for the most part, most of these charges are like 90 days in jail. That's why I really don't think 
he's going to do any time. Uh, there was one charge that said one year, highly unlikely, probably not going to happen. He'll probably end up doing some community service. And that's pretty much it. And he'll be back out there trying to get a team. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Richard Sherman's statement. Let us know what you think about that in the comments below. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, let's talk about Richard Sherman, the free agent football player that recently played with the San Francisco 49ers. And guys, we have the video clip now of him actually trying to break in to his father-in-law's house. Now, I don't know how all of this is going to play out, folks, but uh, this is not a good look for Richard Sherman. Uh, Apparently, he has some issues. Hopefully, he can actually work this out because apparently he was intoxicated. He definitely seemed to have a temper here trying to break into a house and it seems like the people inside of the house were afraid. It was his family, I believe. And Richard Sherman, man, I wish this guy the best, but there's one thing that nobody's talking about here. Richard Sherman seems to have privilege, privilege. You know, we have been told by some of these people in the woke sports media and woke athletes in general that police are hunting down black people. And I'm talking about you, one LaChina James. But Richard Sherman definitely seems to make this seems like it is all a lie. So we're going to be diving into all of that in this video, guys. But first, make sure you guys check out blackandwhitenetwork.com for exclusive content. Pick up a membership today. Membership plans just start at $5 per month. We post videos on the website just for the members and we cover stuff that BitTech really does not want us to actually talk about. I put up a video on Tucker Carlson yesterday. If I put that up on YouTube, it would have been taken down. I would have lost my channel. But if you don't want to do any of that, just consider giving a one-time donation by clicking the donation tab or shopping for the merch. Use the discount code LaChinaSucks, S-U-X, all one word, and we're going to give you 21% off your purchase, folks. So, judge orders Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail with several conditions. I mean, Richard Sherman, a black man is getting out of jail with no bail whatsoever. And you guys may actually be shocked to to hear what the judge actually said. It says a judge ordered free agent, free agent cornerback Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail Thursday, following his arrest on suspicion of trying to break in his in-laws home uh, in northeast northeast of Seattle, King County District Court Judge, I can't even pronounce this guy's name, so I'm not even going to attempt it, found probable cause that Sherman committed four offenses, misdemeanor and gross misdemeanor charges of criminal trespass in the second degree, malicious mischief in the third degree, both carrying domestic violence designations and misdemeanor charges of resistant arrest and driving under the influence. 
Now, I don't know what the NFL can actually do since he's actually a free agent, but I'm pretty sure uh, trouble is going to be coming to Richard Sherman from the NFL. When you see the words domestic violence designations, that's a bad sign right there. It says here prosecutors did did not ask the judge for a finding on a felony residential burglary allegation for which he was initially booked. They have not yet filed charges, but a charge a charging decision is expected as soon as Friday, according to a spokesperson for the King County Prosecuting Attorney's Office. The judge declined to set $10,000 bail as prosecutors requested. So the prosecutors wanted $10,000, which is nothing to Richard Sherman, but he denied that. Check this out. Guess what he said, folks? The judge called Sherman, who did not attend the hearing, a pillar of the community and noted that it was presumed he would be released because this was his first arrest. He ordered that Sherman 33 not have contact with his father-in-law, that he did not use alcohol or non-prescription drugs, and that he did not possess a weapon. Sherman's next hearing is set for 2 p.m. Pacific time on Friday. He does not have to be present for the hearing and can be represented by his attorney. He doesn't even have to go to court. No bail. And the judge is calling him a pillar of the community. A black man. I thought that police were supposed to be hunting him down. It goes on here. It says. From his wife, it says, quote, I love and support my husband. Sherman's wife, Ashley Sherman, said in a statement after the hearing, I am committed to helping Richard get the support and care that care that he needs. Richard has always been a loving father and husband, and we are looking forward to seeing him at home with with his family. At Thursday's hearing, Sherman's attorney, Cooper Offenbecker, did not contest that probable cause existed for the arrest, but he said Sherman should be released without bail, noting his good work in the community, including founding the Blanket Coverage Foundation, a charity that provides low-income students with school supplies and clothes. Wow. Richard Sherman, though, seems like he was trying to go after the in-laws. And if that door opened, I don't know what would have happened. But his attorney said Richard Sherman is among the best in our community. He is a good person and a good soul. He is taking these allegations very seriously. But here's the thing, folks. Check this out. It says Sherman was belligerent, had been drinking heavily and had spoken of killing himself when he left his home in the Seattle suburb of Makeville Valley late Tuesday, according to police reports. His wife called 911 to have to try to have police stop him. He was arrested early Wednesday after police said he crashed his car in a construction zone along a busy highway east of Seattle and then tried to break into his in-laws home in the suburb of Redmond. His father-in-law, Raymond Moss, told officers that he armed himself with a handgun and fired pepper spray at the NFL cornerback to protect his family as Sherman tried to bust in the door with his shoulder. Quote, the family began to yell in fear. Moss told police, I used pepper spray on Sherman's face through the partially open door as he was still banging and attempting to gain entry. So the door is partially open right there. I told him to stop. I armed myself with my handgun at this time, fearing for the safety of myself 
and my family. And police, you know, they weren't trying to hunt down Richard Sherman because check this out. Officers were cautious about arresting Sherman because of his size, strength and belligerence, according to police reports released Thursday. Sherman displayed severe mood swings and slurred speech, had bloodshot, watery eyes and had the odor of intoxicants emitting from his person during contact with authorities at his in-laws residence, according to the reports. Sherman told authorities there there that he was upset over his children being taken from him. The report said when told he was being placed under arrest and directed to kneel down so that he could be handcuffed. The police said Sherman ignored those commands, these commands and began and became more hostile and belligerent and stated multiple times he would not be arrested or go into handcuffs. Officers could not use a taser because, you know, because the talk point is, why don't they use a taser? Well, they were being cautious here. Check this out. They could not use a taser because they worried about igniting whatever chemical Sherman's father-in-law had sprayed, sprayed him with and could not fire a beanbag round because they were too close to him, according to the police reports. Instead, they used a police dog, which bit his ankle and caused a minor cut. As other officers wrestled with him on the ground, the report said. Wow. Wow. Just unbelievable. man! I really do hope that Richard Sherman gets uh, the help that he, he needs, man. But this man resisted arrest, wrestled with police on the ground. And guess what? The police were not trying to hunt him down, LeBron James. Even the judge called him a pillar of the community. This is because he has privilege. He's a high profile athlete and he has privilege. If this happened to me and you, guess what? We would not be released without any bail. The judge gave him no bail and called him a pillar of the community. Because he's an athlete. An athlete. Now, folks, whether you're black, whether you're white, it doesn't matter. You will not get off like this. You wouldn't. And we know this. I'm not saying this has anything to do with race. I mean, think of this. Richard Sherman is a legend in Seattle. He won a Super Bowl in Seattle. Everybody knows Richard Sherman. Maybe the judge is actually a Seahawks fan. And he let him off light because he is a fan of Richard Sherman. But clearly, you know, Richard Sherman does have some issues. Maybe the police, you know, maybe they were fans of him, too. They weren't trying to hunt him down. LeBron James, that's a false narrative. They were extremely cautious in handling and handling of Richard Sherman, who deserved to be placed under arrest. That video was scary because I don't know what would have happened if the door was fully open. There's no telling what would have happened. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Man, wishing Richard Sherman all the best, man. He definitely needs some help, it seems. It really does. I'm pretty sure that the NFL will come down on him and suspend him for something. Once once he actually signs a contract with the team. But I don't know what team actually wants him right now. But you know what? This is the NFL. Some team will probably end up signing him. But we'll have to see. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. 
and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Live fans, let's talk about the GOAT Tom Brady. The GOAT of NFL history. This guy is the greatest player of all time. I've even elevated Tom Brady above Michael Jordan. And I couldn't believe it when I actually said that. When Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl, which is absolutely insane. The next closest person has four, and that's uh, Terry Bradshaw and Joe Montana. Tom Brady has lapped them with three more Super Bowls, and he's the favorite again, I believe, to win his eighth Super Bowl. He took the Suckineers to the Super Bowl and won. And folks, he did it with a fully torn MCL. We just found out about this yesterday. Probably actually should have put out um, this video yesterday, but I got caught up pretty busy. So we're actually going to be diving into that in this video, guys. But first, here is a message from today's sponsor. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes 
absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. So here we go, guys. Report. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady played entire season with torn MCL. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. And think of it. A torn MCL and he still threw 40 touchdown passes in the regular season and 10 touchdown passes in the playoffs for a record 50 touchdown passes in a season for the Super Bowl winning quarterback. Unbelievable. It says here, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady played the entirety of last season with a torn menial collateral ligament in his left knee. According to a report in the Tampa Bay Times, Brady suffered the injury in his final season with the New England Patriots and it gradually worsened during his first year in Tampa, according to a report. So he got injured in New England. I don't know which game it was. And folks, based on his play, I couldn't even really tell he was injured. But they said he had a fully torn MCL. Unreal. Brady, who was not listed on the injury report all season, underwent surgery to repair the knee in late February after leading the Buccaneers to a Super Bowl victory at age 43. That's another thing. Age 43 with a torn MCL. Drew Brees, age 41, looked like he was done. Done. And come find out he was done because Tampa Bay Buccaneers sent him into retirement. But it goes on. It says Brady has not discussed specifics about surgery, saying only it was pretty serious. Brady suffered a torn ACL in the same knee during week one of the 2008 season. Now, we remember that because that was coming off the unbeaten regular season. And the first quarter, bam, he goes down. And ever since then, he has never missed a game due to injury. Buccaneers quarterbacks coach Clyde Christensen said in June he believed Brady's knee injury last season was a nagging nuisance that affected him all season. Quote, I don't think he was 100% last year. Just imagine 100% Brady this year then. Christensen said, relaying a conversation he had with Brady the morning after the Bucs won Super Bowl 55. His quote or close to a quote was, hey, I'm going to need I'm going to get my knee fixed up. And I'm going to be better next year. And you're going to be excited about that. And we know how Brady is, how competitive he is on the field. The man was injured last year and still extremely competitive. He's probably the best competitor we've ever seen. Unreal. Brady, who would turn 44 on August the 3rd, like four days after me, I'm also going to be 44. Wore a brace on his left knee during the Buccaneers Super Bowl boat parade. But wearing the brace is not uncommon for Brady, who also wears it when golfing and doing other recreational activities. I believe ever since he tore his ACL, he always wore a brace on his knee. You can never, ever tell if Brady was actually truly injured or not. The seven-time Super Bowl winner was named Super Bowl MVP for the record fifth time in his career after passing for 202 yards and three touchdowns in Tampa Bay's 31-9 victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. Brady passed for 4,633 yards and 40 touchdowns while leading the Bucs to an 11-5 record during the regular season. 
This is just unreal, man. This man is bionic. Do you guys remember uh, Rocky Four when when Rocky actually punched Drago and cut him? He goes to the corner. Duke tells him, you see, he's not a machine. He's a man. I will say this about Tom Brady. He's not a man. He is a machine, a machine. This man's about to be 44 years old and has not slowed down. There's really no slippage whatsoever in his game. And he still delivered a Super Bowl playing on one leg. One leg. Maybe I'm overstating that a bit, but when you have a fully torn MCL and you don't make any excuses for not winning, unlike one LeBron James, who I didn't plan on actually mentioning in this video, but we know that he complained about injuries as an excuse. Tom Brady makes no excuses. This is why he is the GOAT. This is why he is the greatest of all time. This is why he is in the Michael Jordan conversation and not LeBron James. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and White Live fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Live. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. We are going to talk about the IOC and Britain. And now we have the wokeness that is going to be on full display at the Tokyo Olympics. We knew it would happen. We knew the IOC would bend the knee. We knew the media would come after them. We knew they would bend to the pressure. And now Britain is going to, they're already pre-planning the wokeness that they want to bring to the field at the Olympics. Look, we were pretty smart in the comment section when they said, oh, we're banning all protesting. We knew right there. It wouldn't last. It would not last. I am wearing our The Media is the Real Virus shirt. In this case, the media did it again. Twitter did it again. You can grab this shirt out of the merch store. Use promo code LaChina Sucks. S-U-X, all one word, for 21% off this or any other piece of merch in the store. Britain's women's soccer team will take a knee at the Olympics. Man, okay. There is just no sport safe of feeding into the socially bullshit narrative out there. The British women's soccer team will take a knee before kickoff at the Tokyo Olympics. The players have been performing the anti-racism stance with their separate teams over the last year. And the IOC relaxed its rules this month to allow Olympic athletes to make such gestures of protest in the field of play at the Tokyo Games. Hold on one second. Very quickly, 
How long has somebody been taking a knee? Colin Kaepernick first took a knee in what year? 2016, maybe? Is racial relations better today than it was in 2016? Anybody? Does anybody feel, feel like racism is getting stomped out because of all the protesting, all the looting, all the rioting, everything going on in the streets? Do we really believe that racial relations is better right now because of all that than, say, 18 months ago? I venture to say racial relations is a hundred times worse right now. And I feel like there's a promotion to try to resegregate the country by one side of the political aisle. This isn't the politics channel, but I thought I would just point that out. Okay, back to the article. The play, the play, anyway, the players have been performing the anti-racism stance with their separate teams over the last year, and the IOC relaxed its rules this month to allow Olympic athletes to make such gestures of protest in the field of play at the Tokyo Games. Quote, it is the people that don't have a voice that we are standing up for. Who doesn't have a voice? It's 2021, said Britain defender Demi Stokes. I mean, is something different in, in England I don't know about, in Scotland I don't know about, in Wales that I don't know about? Who has spoken previously about being racially abused? We know we have a big part to play it's important we use our platforms to help in any way we can. We want to show to everyone that this is something serious, that it's still happening. What a way to do it on the Olympic stage. Yeah, except people will reach up to the TV and turn it right off. The decision was made after a team meeting before flying to Japan. The four nations that form Britain usually play soccer as separate teams internationally, but they are allowed to compete at the Olympics, qualifying through England's run to the 2019 World Women's World Cup semifinals. I feel like I feel lucky to be a part of a group that wants to stop racism, discrimination, and stand in solidarity with those that have been affected. Stand? You're talking about taking a knee. Britain forward Ellen White said in a video call from Japan, this whole group had a message. And we want to try to help that change in taking the knee. I really feel positive that with that us doing that will promote change. Do you do you really think it's going to make any uh, racial difference whatsoever in the big scheme of things? The Olympics start next week with Britain opening its group stage campaign against Chile in Sao Paulo, and then hosts Japan and Canada in Chile. Unfortunately, it's not easy for people to live freely based on color of their skin, the sex they choose to be, or the people they choose to live their life with. Yeah, it's not easy. In places like Cuba and China, goalkeeper Carly Telford said it's a huge opportunity to show the world that people can be who they want. Okay. England's men took a knee before all of their games at the European Championship, even though some fans and politicians publicly disagreed with them. We are clear that taking a knee is an important symbol of peaceful protesting against discrimination, injustice, and inequality in society. Here we go with all 
the social justice buzzwords. And we, we are glad that the IOC has acknowledged the importance of this form of freedom of expression. The Olympics is freaking ruined. We will do so with the utmost respect for our fellow competitors, officials, and the IOC with due regard for the ideals that lie at the heart of the Olympic movement. Let me get to that. With full respect to your competitors, there was a survey the IOC did with your athletes and nearly 70% of them wanted to see no protesting whatsoever. They wanted to show up, represent their country, and compete. Because you know what's going on? Some of the people on your own team don't agree with what you're doing. They're just going along to get along. That's horseshit. The athletes have spoken. They did the survey. They don't agree with seeing any protesting. They don't want to see it. The athletes don't want to see it. But you guys got to go out and try to prove exactly how woke you are. Now, I don't know what the racial situation is like anywhere other than the United States. But we continue to see all these false signals coming from the left talking about things that just isn't true. The statistics don't back things like police brutality. And we see what defunding the police does. Come on. People turn on the television to watch a sporting event. They don't want your political messages in front of them on the TV. And look, do you really feel like the people you are trying to reach, that small, minute group that is still racist in this country or whatever countries we're talking about, that small group, do you really think they're going to keep the television turned on when you decide to bend the knee? No, they're going to get pissed and turn the TV off. So, no, you didn't reach the people you were trying to reach. And the people that actually wanted to support you, they just didn't want to see it, period. Because people that are not racist don't want to be told they are racist by some damn athletes. Good God. All these sports, I mean, sports in general is being drugged through the mud. And it's because of these players Wanting to be woke, the race for the most woke, I, I guarantee you some of them don't agree with this, but they're too scared to say. At some point, and I've said it before, some of you athletes that don't agree with this have got to start speaking up. You've got to start speaking up. I know you think you're going to be canceled, you think you're going to be labeled a racist, but good God, people don't want to see you taking a knee out there. I turn on the damn Olympics, the hammer throwing. I don't expect Gwen Berry's disrespectful ass to be staring me in the face with her kneeling or whatever, turning away from the flag and, and disrespecting countries out there. Show up, support your country, and compete. And don't show this ridiculous political protesting. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Good God. If you're new to the channel, subscribe. If, you're, if you haven't found our podcast, it's available everywhere now. Don't have time to consume the video? Consume the audio. 
Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, let's talk about Team USA Basketball. The Olympics are going to be starting up here relatively shortly in the next couple of weeks. Team USA 1-2 and two in exhibition play. Very disappointing for a team which is supposed to have the best players in the world. But now, folks, one of their players will not be going to the Olympics now. And I'm talking about Cleveland Cavaliers player Kevin Love. Now, Kevin Love was actually injured a lot of uh, this past season with a calf injury. And apparently that calf injury has not really healed. It hasn't really healed. But however, he was actually selected for this team. And if you want to criticize Team USA for putting him on this team because of his play, I'm all for that. But you got, but guys, remember this. Jalen Rose called Kevin Love a token, a token. Now, Kevin Love is not going to be playing. So Jalen Rose is probably very, very happy right now that Kevin Love will not be on the Olympic team. And I guess that uh, Team USA is actually going to send an all black team to the Olympics. And I'm pretty sure that's going to please Jalen Rose very, very much. But uh, let's dive into this real quick here. Kevin Love withdraws from U.S. men's basketball team ahead of Tokyo Olympics. The U.S. men's basketball roster is now down two players ahead of the Tokyo Olympics, which begin one week from Friday. Kevin Love has withdrawn from the team and won't make the trip to Tokyo. Love had been with the team in Las Vegas for his tune-up before the games, but Love hasn't returned to full health from a right calf injury suffered during the NBA season. He says this, quote, I am incredibly disappointed to not be heading to Tokyo with Team USA, Love said in a statement, but you need to be at absolute peak performance to compete at the Olympic level, and I am just not there yet. And uh, it looks like uh, Adrian Wojnarowski is the one that actually probably broke this because he had tweeted out uh, Agent Jeff Swartz of 
Hetzel Basketball has confirmed news to ESPN and shared shared statement from Love. And it's the exact same statement that I um I just uh said right there before uh I read the Woj comment right here. But anyway, it says on Thursday, US basketball announced Bradley Bill, who entered health and safety protocols Wednesday, won't be heading to Tokyo either. Jeremy Grant also entered the protocols out of an abundance of caution. The 12 man roster currently stands at 10 and ESPN reported that USA basketball is working to fill the two spots. Wow. So they had a lot of trouble. This team doesn't really seem to be that good at all. And uh, Kevin Love was on the uh, 2012 team that actually won the gold medal in London. Now he was a much better player then than he is now. So it's going to be interesting to see who they actually put on this team. Will Jalen Rose have a problem if they put a white player on this team? Will he have an issue with that? Because I want to refresh your memory here. This is from a few weeks ago. Jalen Rose, Kevin Love made Olympus because of white tokenism. Maybe Team USA better check with Jalen Rose to make sure he is okay with the skin color of the two players that they're going to pit to replace uh, Kevin Love. And uh, I believe it was, uh, was it Bradley Bill that uh, they said was not going to actually be able to compete on the team? Yeah, Brad- Bradley Bill. Yeah, he won't be heading to Tokyo. Yeah, that's what I read. But this is what uh, Jalen Rose, so I can refresh your memory here. This is what um, Jalen Rose said about Kevin Love. Kevin Love is on the team because of tokenism, the former NBA star who has the Renaissance Man column and podcast for the post said on his Jalen and Jacoby podcast Thursday, don't be scared to make an all black team representing the United States of America. I'm disappointed by that. And he said that folks. So he was disappointed that Kevin Love made the team, not because Kevin Love was injured, because Kevin Love was white. I'm sure Jalen Rose is just smiling right right now and laughing. I'm pretty sure he's going to be paying very close attention to who they actually get to replace Kevin Love on this team. And also Bradley Beal. He won't be going to the Olympics either right now. I don't know if this team is going to win a gold medal. I'm pretty sure they'll probably end up meddling. But it's not a lot that they're actually going to get the gold medal. And when your team USA anything less than a gold, that's unacceptable. You might as well just not even medal. I mean, that is the standard when it comes to basketball here in the USA, we should not lose in the Olympics ever, ever. But however, this team one and two in exhibitions, losing to Nigeria, the number 22 ranked FIBA team. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? Do you agree that Jalen Rose is probably cheering right now? But I do believe he's actually going to be paying very, very close attention. I'm pretty sure that the, the Wolsters over there at ESPN are going to be paying very, very close attention. And they're probably going to do everything in their power to make sure that those those uh, two spots that are available now go just to black players. Because skin color is all that matters to ESPN and Jalen Rose. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. 
be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. We are gathered here again today to celebrate the destruction of one LaChina James's, LeBron James, LaWoke James, LaFraud James, any other names we can call him? I could call him all kinds of names. Uh, will some bitch get me mo- demonetized right off the bat? Nah, I don't think so. I think it'll pass, okay? We are here. The other day I made a video. The critic scores were coming in for one Space Jam 2, the search for China's money. Well, it looks like the critics hate this movie. This may be one of those rare times on Rotten Tomatoes where the critics and the audience ends up lining up. It's going to be very interesting to see. It's also going to be very interesting to see how many Patriots did not take their children when the box office scores start coming out. I told you the other day, we rolled through Mickey Donald's, yeah, and got a Happy Meal, and then my wife was like, whoa, It's Space Jam. And she said, ma'am, what toy comes with that? And she said, I think it's LeBron James. And my wife said, we don't want that. Keep the toy. Yeah. Uh, Guys, got to have your principles here. You've got to have your principles. And we will not support Space Jam 2, the quest for China's money. And uh, let's get to this story. This is from... Our dudes over at OutKick. I mean, the the articles are starting to come in. It's beautiful. Reviews say LeBron Space Jam movie sucks. Your movie sucks, LeBron James. LaChina James. LaWoke James. Space Jam 2, a new legacy starring LeBron James. I added some shit there. Sucks. According to nearly every film critic... Get ready, these are good. Quote, LeBron James' film is an abomination, the New York Post says. During the endless final sequence of Space Jam 2, The Search for China's Money, Porky Pig calls himself the notorious P.I.G. and begins to rap. This pig is lit. The Looney Tune says, I'm super legit. Porky should have added, my movie is shit. (laughs) Fair enough. CNBC, not as liberal as the rest of NBC's properties, but still bad, calls Space Jam 2 a bloated mess. Word is LeBron James' new film was scored rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, holding just a 37% score. But wait, guys, but wait, because you know your boy done went over to Rotten Tomatoes and it has dropped to 35 hot messes of a percent. Your movie sucks, LaChina James. This is glorious. 35, 35% from when this article came out about an hour ago. About an hour ago. It has had enough reviews come in 
that it dropped it another 2%. Do you know how bad that has to be to drop a movie 2% an hour? Space Jam supporters and LeBron James stands bragged about the film's CGI. According to LA Times, though, the movie's CGI mirrors a garbage tornado. This is glorious. This is glorious. And that's from the ultra-woke LA Times, an outlet that has protected LaChina James at all costs. So how terrible is this film? Vulture claims the movie is really that bad. The rap, which is usually friendly to LeBron, slammed the film's attempted humor. LeBron James nets nothing in an overstuffed sequel. A new legacy, or a search for the Chinese dollars, barely has jokes for the Looney Tunes, let alone the entire Warner Brothers cast who spin the film mostly just standing around. My God, this is so great. Cinema Blend gave Space Jam 1.5 stars. That's out of five. LaChina James looks like he has no interest in Space Jam A New Legacy or The Search for Chinese Dollars. So why would we, the outlets ask? One could say LeBron James' performance is an airball. But anyone who uses the exact wording must properly credit NME, which used the word first. Keep in mind that most critics share the same worldviews as LaChina James, meaning they, too, don't like America. Critics' biases undoubtedly played a role in the grading scales. To critics, the quality of a film matters less than a film's performers, messages, and political stances. Thus, when Metacritic scores a <laughs> scores Space Jam a new legacy, or the search for Chinese dollars, a 37, it means the film is about a 17. In conclusion, this movie sucks. For those keeping a list, and I assure you, LaChina James, we are keeping a list. I'm not cert I'm certainly not. LeBron has proven to be horrible at the following: making TV shows, using Twitter talking about history, reacting to political issues, discussing the police, reading books, <laughs> understanding actual crimes, getting along with teammates and coaches, hiding his hypocrisy, and starring in films. He is a good basketball player, though. Yeah, and after all, I mean, uh, we look to, for all of our political and life advice from fucking basketball players. No, we do not. This is glorious. The Space Jam 2, the search for Chinese dollars, the critics, the woke critics hate LeBron James's movie. LaChina James, LaFraud James, LeBronda James, LaWoke James. Your movie sucks. Make sure you hit subscribe and go find our podcast wherever good old podcasts are available. God, these kind of videos are fun. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.